Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. We enjoy doing these music episodes for you. This one, exclusively uh, hosted by Mark and John, of course, and exclusively programmed, the music programmer on today's uh, episode is the one and only Astronomy. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. And uh, guys, I discovered a brand new bar in New York City called the Nassau Bar. It's spelled like Nassau, Bahamas, or Nassau Coliseum, which is an arena in Long Island. Not sure if it even still exists. Anyway, Nassau Bar is down near Ground Zero, and it is what they call a bikini bar. But it's also more of just like a local bar, and it's a real cool place, and it seems like the people that go there and the people that work there have been there for years. It's not one of these things where, like, you know, every day there's a completely new staff, which there are a lot of bars like that in New York City. This is a place that has regulars, and everything is really cool. A lot of great girls who work there. Uh, there's a guy named Mario who works there. He's like an insane... You know, and I say that in a good way. Kiss fan, he's got Kiss tattoos all over. And one of the bartenders, her name is Isis, and she used to hang out in the New York area back when all the real cool metal was happening, like Anthrax and Overkill and bands like Biohazard and Life of Agony. And when she's working, she programs a jukebox with pretty much... 99.9% metal and it's very very cool and uh, one day I was in there and she played a bunch of great tunes and it inspired me to go and download all these songs on iTunes some uh, some of them I had already but the ones I didn't I downloaded and I thought that I would play some of those same tunes for you guys cool that's a great idea man can't wait to hear them cool so why don't we get into the first track this is a song by our friends Biohazard and uh, you guys know that we jammed with Evan and he's also been on Talking Metal a couple of times and uh, this is a great tune it's from 1994's State of the World Address the song is called Five Blocks to the Subway right here on Talking Metal Five blocks 
Biohazard here on Talking Metal. John and Mark hanging out Midtown Manhattan. Big Talking Metal toast. I'm drinking a little Sapporo. Sapporo? Sapporo? Yeah, I always call it Sapporo. I'm drinking some Diet Coke because uh, i got to go to a few meetings. Well, I do too. That's why I'm drinking the beer. But anyways, uh, let's get into the rock. Let's keep it going here. Let's hear from you guys. Send us an email at TalkingMetal at Yahoo.com. If you've never sent us an email in, just uh, let us know your name, your age, what type of music you like to listen to, maybe your top three favorite bands. I'd love to uh, hear from you guys. Let us know that there are people out there still listening to Talking Metal, the world's number one heavy metal podcast for the past almost six years at this point. Yeah. So thanks for your support, guys. And even if we slip from number one, who cares? We're still having fun doing it, which I don't. I don't think we have. But so yeah, yeah. But uh, John has some Skid Row on deck here, so let's get into Skid Row right now, and John will come back and tell us about this song.
Understand the Heartache by Skid Row from the debut Skid Row self-titled record, 1989. This song was kind of one of the obscure tunes on the record, but it's very cool. And uh, I like the early Skid Row. I like the later Skid Row. What do you think about them? I was into their first record, yeah. I, I never really graduated much past that with them, but uh, I definitely remember being impressed. If you want me to be totally honest, I, I think Skid Row, that first Skid Row record to me was an album that was had some really great songwriting on it, great musicianship, you know, Sebastian's voice and whatnot. But I always felt like, okay, this song sounds like Dokken. Okay, this song sounds like they're trying to be Guns N' Roses. This, I didn't think it was the most original record of all time and always kind of felt like each song reminded me of other bands, uh, which may have just been me, but absolutely great songwriting and great musicianship and uh, one of the biggest albums of the year. Both those records just did amazing. I believe the second album was like the first number one record in SoundScan history or something once we switched to SoundScan. I may be incorrect about that, but uh, off the top of my head, I remember something like that. Yeah, Slave to the Grind was a great album, and for some reason, I till this day, I still literally weekly have that song in the back of my mind, like Slave to the Grind. I think it's a great tune. Now, I wanted to get into a little heavier tune, and I have to admit, guys, some of the, the heavier, not heavier as in Slayer is more heavy than Twisted Sister, what would you call a band like Life of Agony? I don't know, like kind of pulling from the punk, hardcore field as well as bringing in like hard rock and heavy metal influences you know maybe the beginnings of, of metalcore in with a band like Life of Agony but uh, definitely uh, you know having one foot firmly planted in the hardcore scene one planted in, in the hard rock heavy metal world too yeah, absolutely, Mark. I think you, you said it greatly right there. I think that's exactly how I would describe them as well. And what I was going to say is I, I didn't really know a lot about hardcore at the time. And uh, I was in New York in 1993 when they did the record River Runs Red. But I've always knew who they were. And then, of course, we had Joey Z on not that long ago. And he was just such a great guy. So I'm in, I'm in Nassau Bar in Isis, one of the many cool bartenders there. Played the song Underground on the jukebox and... I'll tell you, there's just a particular chord change in the chorus that I just think is amazing. Check it out, guys. This is Underground by Life of Agony from their 1993 effort, River Runs Red.
Underground by Life of Agony. John and Mark hang out at Haru here on 43rd Street in Midtown Manhattan. Taking a quick uh, break from work, both of us. Uh, I'm working on some crazy show for USA Network called Royal Pains right now, doing the promos. And John is uh, working his three jobs, as always. Guess who was practicing, uh, rehearsing over at Gibson, the Cars? You know, Elliot Easton, great guitar player, Rick Ocasek. I got a chance to uh, check out their gear. One of the drum techs that has been out on the road with Ace, a guy named Aaron, very cool guy, is working with the Cars right now. So that's a cool thing. They're doing a reunion tour. A lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, definitely. And let's get into some more music, and I uh, should probably get headed back to work rather rather shortly. Please check out the site at TalkingMetal.com. Send us those emails at TalkingMetal at Yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash TalkingMetal. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, we're going to do something with ISIS. I think I'm going to take the handheld down there and get her to come on and do some guest DJ, VJ, whatever whatever it's called. Get some pictures if you can. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a band that she also really likes, Spread Eagle. And because of my connection with the band and recently hearing from Rick, I thought we'd end today's show with a song called Switchblade Serenade. A little Spread Eagle on Talking Metal. The Talking Metal podcast at TalkingMetal.com. <laughs>